Tom. Hello, Dana. You look uh, very handsomely trimmed. Really? Why? Why would you? Why would you say such a thing? Well, the mustache is gone. Well, and oh, I didn't even notice the mustache is gone. I just <laughs> like the, the, the short cut hair. The, the mustache, the, uh, uh, the the chin hair, the uh, the underlip hair. The uh... yeah, you look like uh, thirteen months younger. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. So thanks again for joining us, uh, Tom and loyal listeners to Two Guys Talking Toys. That's what we are. And this week we're talking about ToyCon. Yes, in Jersey, it was great. Going in was great. Coming back, not so great because we not hit so traffic much. at the but GW. I... Yes, but I don't blame ToyCon for that. I guess it's not there. No, no presumably no. not everyone on on the uh, George Washington Bridge was coming from or going to ToyCon. So yeah, you and I traveled uh, over to Jersey, to Parsippany, <laughs> Jersey. Yes, is it or Par- Parsippany? Oh, no. or Parsippany might Parsippany. be Parsippany. I think it's Parsippany. Anyway, seemed like a lovely town, despite that you can't make left turns anywhere. But uh, we had a great time. We loaded up the jeep with uh, Jared and Tyler. And uh, those you, those are the, what my nephew, your son. Yes, yes, respectively, young men who who slept and didn't speak most of the trip. So, they are they are the the encapsulation of a teen. Yes, <laughs> but we were still grateful to have them. They had a good time, as did we. So uh, takeaways, man. What? Oh, the uh, the exclusive, the show exclusive. You picked up. Uh, we 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 got. The, yeah, uh, let's, battle toads. Yeah, let's start with the exclusive. So the exclusive for ToyCon is, as people may or may not know, was put out there by Premium DNA. So for anyone that doesn't know, quick background on Premium DNA slash Megalopolis. Uh, Premium DNA is Megalopolis. Uh, is what I found out after doing a little bit of research. Uh, Megalopolis is does not have a very good reputation. Uh, they were an online toy store. They I guess they, they wound up taking too many pre-orders or had a bad business structure. Insert whatever reasoning you may have, but uh, in the at the end of the day, they wound up screwing a lot of people out of a lot of money. Um, I was fortunate in that the products that I ordered from them uh, when they were still around, I actually did get, but a lot of people did not. So uh, them kind of reskinning themselves as premium DNA and putting stuff out there. I get why anyone would be skeptical, why people who were kind of burned by them in the past wouldn't want anything to do with any of the products that they're currently putting out there. Honestly, I kind of wish that they would make take some steps towards getting things right and putting things right and maybe offering people their money back or sending them some product or something like that because what they did to people, not okay. So if you saw this exclusive and said to yourself, there's no way in heck that I'm going to give these people any of my money, I'm boycotting them, I don't want anything to do with it, I don't blame you one bit. Uh, but then the, the Mad Balls was released. It, it, from what I've heard, what I've read, I don't own any of them myself, but it, they, I've seen positive reviews. Uh, Barnyard Commandos has been released. Those have also gotten really positive reviews. And now, most recently, I started seeing, I gotten that advertisement, uh, an email, for battle toads, like the first, the first wave, uh, which includes two of the battle toads, uh, I think three of the three of the villains. There's, I, yeah, no, I, the villains are huge. Like what, what 16, yeah. 18 inches. I wish I could remember the names the offhand. I, I'm woefully undereducated on battle toad character names. There's a, there's a giant, there's a giant rat character. There's, there's a. But the frogs a, are named after like. You know, dermatological issues, pimples and zits. And... Yeah, it's like wart, wart, zit. I think wart, 
Wartzit and Rash. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a cool looking like bone rat character <laughs> bone that's rat. being yeah, offered. It, yeah, it's very cool. And I like how they uh, worked around it being a skeletal character. It's yeah. Cool. And there's then there's a gig- yeah, there's like the gigantic and these, I don't remember they, what his name up is. For, they're up for pre-order uh, yes. all over and on Big yes. Bad. So, so those are off those are up for pre-order, but the but ToyCon got the release of the very first actual figure. Like I know these are coming out. So this one was of Zitz. Uh mm-hmm. and it came in a really cool looking this together. So it comes in an homage to the original NES cartridge holder. Yeah, I was so was happy really, to see that. It was great. That was really awesome. And it and it it slides right out. It's yeah, got it the, looks just like the big cartridge. It was yeah, fantastic. This this was a really cool exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh the back of the box has got the it's got advertisements for the other figures in the line. So in case you're all in, the names which you could yes. read off there. I sure could, but I won't because I'm going to show you the figure on the right. inside. Uh, so this, and we get the first version of Zitz. And I hadn't noticed until you brought it up that this, the, the one of the variations is that the face sculpt on this is different. The original one, I guess, the one that's going to come out is going to have like a full, full like teeth, a full face, like, full, full brow grin, full grin. Yeah, yeah. anger. This one and does can, not. And I could show you the figure out of the box. Yeah, please do. This is, uh, it's does, so great, I, and it's got heft. Like you could kill Colonel Mustard in the kitchen with this figure. <laughs> it's it's great. I I'm, love and his articulation. Like I, I mean, this has some real heft to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's he's well articulated. He's well painted. He's well put together. I was happy. I was happy to buy this. I really was. And for, for forty bucks, forty bucks for the show exclusive. How how does he look? I haven't had a chance to to pop mine open because I've been. I've been running around and sleeping. Uh, it's just one, of, just one of the two at any given point in time. Uh, yeah. How does he look? Have you had a chance to put him with other figures? Because I'm I curious have. as and, to like, um, what aesthetic he looks better with. If it's like action figure aesthetic or like no, cartoon. No, he looks good with... Uh, oh, that's, that's with nice. Usagi. Yeah. He, that's he goes pretty good. With the NECA turtle mm-hmm. guys, like he goes very well. Like this is a cool, this mm-hmm. is a cool aesthetic having these these guys because they both have that cool animated uh matte look like it's great they're just very well done they i i wouldn't be surprised if they were mindful of Mm -hmm. making them uh reminiscent of the the turtles stuff uh but it's fantastic i love it okay good i've been wondering about that yeah the design looks very like they they knew these were these should fit in with the other the other action figure lines because i've been Trying to figure out whether or not I should put these with the Super Seven figures, which are you know so much more toyetic, or with the NECA ones that right. look I a little think, bit more like the I show. Think anyone that has that sort of animated mm-hmm. his articulation and his weight didn't work. Like any like that kind of animated look. That's a crossover we need to see. Battle right. Toads meets Cobra. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. But I think any of those an- animated looks, but certainly the Ninja Turtles. Like I think he looks mm-hmm. best with with. Usagi there. Yeah. Uh, so, so I was I was very impressed when we got there. So that so this this was the the show exclusive for this year when we first walked in and you could you could buy that. Um, but they also still had uh, exclusives from last year. So there was the there was the the the, the clear purple plunderling that was yeah. that they had. It looks like they had a few more of those on hand. They also had and I forgot that when we went to ToyCon in November that the four horsemen had. 
they they also had a, a booth set up there with with like some extra extra figures and uh so they also had the exclusives from legions con yeah and well and the stardust guys were there again with this yes this exclusive and the interesting thing is we and we went in thinking we would possibly get some sort of story because anyone who who bought this first line and got the exclusives and the others may have pre-ordered some of the more alien looking guys on on various mm -hmm. sites but they were on big bad and then uh i got notification i told you that those figures were no longer happening and we were yeah, hoping that's too bad. we were hoping to see these guys uh and and get the scoop and see if we were going to be able to get get those guys but we didn't but they were still selling that exclusive yeah yeah no no such luck which we did is kind of two bags I, I would like to know what what wound up right. happening I, and I this don't... guy's this guy's pretty cool i i wonder if uh anyway like we, we talked about this before but i looking at uh big back toy stores listing for it uh i know that it had a a it was like a minimum minimum right, pre-order right, right, right. number on it so i wonder if, if those numbers weren't hit or if hopefully not if there was some sort of issue with the factory because i know that uh some companies or some of the smaller companies that are going through i don't think they went through kickstarter but i know some companies that have uh kind of tried to get stuff done through kickstarter and then gotten in touch with a factory overseas sometimes they're not the best people uh and you run into issues where either they just don't provide the product or they just take your money and run or they, mm -hmm. they string you along and then they just kind of disappear. The four horsemen even went through this. Uh, there was a factory that they had been working with consistently for a couple of different ways for like fantastic exclusives. And uh, I'm trying to think of the, I believe there was the wave of minotaurs and I could be mistaken. And if I am again, please someone feel free to correct me. I believe it was the wave of minotaurs that they had done and the factory that they were working with just took off, uh, ceased communication, no contact. And I believe when someone that, that they were affiliated with in China went to find out what was happening, they were just gone, took all their stuff, no molds left, nothing else. Like it, they, it was a wow, really, really sad thing. So like, you just never know what might well, be you going never on know. over like, there been, i mean uh, all kinds of things happen over there between you know child labor and everything else you know, i mean you never know you never know so that, um, that is unfortunate so uh yeah but uh so move, show, so moving on yeah show was uh show was good what do you what did you think about the overall ambiance of the show the people there the the vendors the, the I, selection of stuff I enjoyed it, and I, I'll put it out there for anyone that's attending a, a convention of pretty much any kind. Early admission, if you can do it, absolutely do it. Right. Um, it's worth like in 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 this case, re regular general admission was about twenty bucks. Uh, early admission was twenty five. Worth the extra five dollars to absolutely have, to have access to those. And it's it's just because I mean, and I guess maybe it depends on the kind of person you are, but I don't think anyone likes being in a super crowded environment. Uh. And I know that the nature of these kind of shows is to have that, like it's unavoidable, but it's not so much when you get in early, you have more time to, you can look around, you can browse a little bit more. The, uh, the, the vendors are now overwhelmed with customers. So you may, you may right. have more of a minute to, to, to chat with them or talk about whatever. And sometimes maybe get a better deal out of that. Um, Absolutely. But, being, but being able to get in and, wander around and get like a quick you want to you always want to do that that first that first sweep of everything 
and maybe something really jumps out at you that you want to snag like immediately, but it's really nice to be able to do that, that initial run through. Uh, and not Especially have to... if there's an exclusive that you're interested in. Yeah. Because they have limited numbers. Um, I I agree. It was great. And, and you and I are not, we're, we're, we're both not people who like to be in, in large crowds, but mm. um, but I'm glad to see them though, come to yeah. the show. Like I'm glad that they're successful. And I feel like this time, cause we went to the show in November, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't as crowded. It wasn't. No. And they had, so this time they were into the hallways, like that whole yes. NECA section in the hallway. And then they mm-hmm. had that other room open specifically designed for, uh, Hot Wheels and and Matchbox and other things, which was cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had they branched out to there, and then they moved into the. Um, there were two rooms last time, but the room, the second room, I'll say, yes. um, was was a different one, and it was bigger. It had mm-hmm. m- more more vendor space back there, so it was growing not only in in numbers of attendees, but in actual floor space. The yeah. show has grown since November, which is great. Yeah, I think as I think as we as we march for as as we march further and further away from the pandemic and people become more and more comfortable kind of gathering, uh, it's nice to see that they're able to expand this a little bit more to accommodate that. Like this year, um, yeah, like you said, like they were in the hallways, they had they had arcade games available for people to sit down and play. And I believe they were free mm-hmm. play. Yeah, they um, were. They were. That see, that that kind of thing is awesome. Because it's you know it's it's something to do it's something to pass the time it's so it's good for the like for like the kids and there were some like some really cool old school games that they had on there yeah. there was I remember I bet we could have played Battletoads I bet we could have played Battletoads oh see that would have been smart if they had Battletoads or Battletoads and Double Dragon right. uh they but but they had like all these old school games like uh, uh Puzzle Fighter which I never thought I yes. would see in the actual <laughs> arcade right. format forever uh so that was really cool to see that like the, the something for like the kids or or like adults that just hadn't had a chance to play that in forever getting in early i had a really good experience talking to all the vendors even though i was insulted by one who said my my love for uh warriors of virtue movie and action figures was ridiculous but i do and then he turned around and told me battle trolls was his favorite toy line and i was like dude <laughs> well he, he just thought you were messing with him and he's like ah, i'm on to your game guess what my favorite toy no, line no is? no he was saying he had he was his goal was to get them all again on card i was like so, why man they're battle trolls you're so gonna mock warriors of virtue like you know like zen loving kangaroos against <laughs> battle trolls come on Hey man, you look. They didn't have the jewel. You had to, you had to rub the jewel to get the power. Right. So, what, what, what were you, were you looking for? Do you have anything in mind? Were you looking for anything in particular when, when we, when we got there? Or were you just I, looking I, for deals in general? Looking for deals in general, and I'll tell you, as a, uh, as a bin badger, um, <laughs> there were a lot, and everybody, yeah. Pri- I, and we discussed this. The prices that were being uh, offered at this show were really reasonable. Like we mm-hmm. found some pretty good deals that uh, the giant Jurassic Park dinosaurs and Dominus Rex and, and the mm-hmm. Carter I got those for 30 bucks a pop. That's, that's a really good find. That, that, that was one of the things that I really enjoyed. Like I, mm-hmm. this was almost like the flea market that you expect to find. Like it's, it, it, it's, it's what you hope conventions are really. And yeah. it may sound like kind of silly, but, or, but like what, if I go into a store or even I go to like some other conventions and I start looking at prices, you kind of roll your eyes and you're like, really? You, you really think it's worth that? And certainly there are some examples of that. Uh, 
yeah, yeah. But yeah. but that but that's kind of like like the like the guy that wanted what was it like eighty dollars for Conchu, uh, but yeah, I talked him down to eighty and then didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and and then on the and then on the flip side of that, behind me is part, is a, a chunk of my my haul from from ToyCon where I picked up the entire Chaotly because there's a seller there yeah. who had everyone listed for twenty two bucks flat, and I double checked to see if there was going to be like tax or whatever, and I guess there was going to be tax if I were to use a credit card, which I still think is nonsense, but. To get those for twenty two each, when they're at retail, you're going to pay twenty five to twenty six, and I. I don't really feel like playing the, the the clearance chicken with those. Good get. Right. Yeah, um, that, that's a great find. We had a couple of them like that Figma uh, link from uh, Legends of Zelda. I got the Figma mm -hmm. one, and uh, the guy was asking a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I talked to him a little bit, and he brought it down to to ninety, mm -hmm. and that, that was cool. He brought it down. Yeah. And then, and then he went down again. He went down again. So it was a good deal. And mm -hmm. and there were like uh, you know random random figures that I picked up all loose mm -hmm. vintage stuff, like some of those yeah. old knockoff wrestlers and the Beetlejuice figures, like, but everybody wanted to talk and hang out. Yes. Yeah. And it was cool. Like, and, and when you picked up a figure, you'd have an actual conversation about why you wanted it and what the figure was. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was just a great ambiance. I enjoyed it so much. And I just want to put out there for anyone that, that, that may, may already be going to conventions or maybe you haven't gone and you're thinking about it. Uh, an interesting thing that I hadn't really thought about until uh, someone on uh, another toy podcast, uh, toy tuber, I believe the correct term is, uh, from a, yeah. a show called Toy Anxiety. There, uh, one of the gentlemen that worked, that works on that name, Craig, talked about going to a convention, and as he's going through, people are looking at his shirt, like whatever his graphic tee was, and mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, you like whatever? I got this over here," and I laughed at that because i thought it was funny but at this convention i was wearing i was wearing another a different godzilla graphic tee and as i was walking through you i hear people like hey you like kaiju i got kaiju over here hey you like godzilla i got some stuff over here and again like, again i'm picturing the guy funny. with the coat <laughs> hey you like what do you like i got just you like kaiju you like, you like kaiju they're pretty good they're pretty neat <laughs> you like that pacific rims i got some they they spin <laughs> like spinners. I'm not into I'm not I'm not into that kind of that, those kind of rims but but it was it was just kind of funny and I was like oh my god that's true so if you're looking for a specific thing uh wear a graphic T-shirt of that thing and people yeah. will actively try try to get your attention. It's true. I had so that, a Ninja Turtle shirt on under a hoodie like I had it half mm -hmm. zip uh you know the mm -hmm. white hoodie I'm always wearing uh -huh. and uh yeah and the guy put it he put it out and he's like I got Ninja Turtle stuff he didn't sound like. You know, like he was hawking hot dogs at a baseball game. But uh get your turtles, get your turtles here. <laughs> so this this means that the next time I go to a, a convention that where we're gonna be experiencing toy uh toy sellers, I have to make sure I put a big, nice clear picture of King Hiss from the attack pack. Right. I'm gonna I'll wear be... a picture of French fries. <laughs> get your French fries. <laughs> you'll be you'll be hounded by every Wendy's. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I'll actively try and like walk up to people and show it off, and they'll be like, "What is that?" Yeah, they're like, "It's from the Attack Pack. It was a line in the 1990s. Never right. mind. They're like attack, like uh, they'll, they'll give you a, a like pudding. A snack, <laughs> the snack there you pack. go. You mean a snack pack? I don't have any his flavored, but here's well, some. They'll, they'll throw it at you, and then it'll be an Attack Pack. <laughs> That'd be my luck. 
So, yeah. so, what, so what else? What's what are some of the other finds that you got aside from the battle toad and the uh, the um, what else did you pick anything else up? I picked up so so I had a such a great time that I accidentally forgot my jacket in your Jeep. So yes. inside and that, once again today, <laughs> I did, I forgot and, it again. And, and so, I have the figure in there for you, both of which are still in there. Yeah, so you so you stole my reveal. In that in that jacket is one of my finds, which was a uh, it was the Oh, orange... I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the uh, figure I picked up from you from Target. Oh, another thing. This is this is turning into a good weekend. So hidden hidden in my jacket is not only did I find um uh an extra arm that I needed to get one step closer oh, right. to to uh, completing uh, Vision Ultron. Uh, there was also a oh, it was a purple and orange version of Iron Man that came with like a oh, it was part of like a three pack, I believe. It was oh no no no, it was a two pack that came out years ago where it was just him in that funky colored armor and I think either War Machine or another Iron Man. And I mm. wanted it, but I didn't want to pay for two of them. And then when they first came out, they were, you know, it was an uh, inflated price for a two-pack. And I always kept an eye out for them, but never actually found them until this convention where someone was selling them for, I think it was like 10 bucks. Yeah, which I'm is, telling you, the is, prices were great. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, I also picked up uh, the Max, which I oh, was not right. expecting to about find. That. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you got to show that. You know, I was you... not expecting to find uh, the Max here. So I I uh, I forgot offhand if this version of Max is from the I don't think he's from the Legendary Heroes line. There was another line that came out after that that had a few other kind. I think it I mm. it, it may have had uh uh it may have had Scud. It may have had uh, uh Dead Man. I don't I don't one hundred percent remember offhand, but. I, this is not something that I was seeking out. It was just some. It was just on. It was on a, a table. He was, I think, 40, 40 bucks. Uh, it comes with his an alternate head. It comes like this has just the regular, the regular Max head with the, the weird teeth. There's another head that comes with him that has. I think he and Venom go to the same orthodontist. His well, he files his down so they're a nice smooth edge. Uh, <laughs> but he also has the, uh, the 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 like the Jungle King style where he's got the extra hair. And whatnot on him. Uh, it comes with another smaller critter. Not a, it's not an is. It's something else from the show. But this is actually really cool. And I I have it's the original. I, I have the uh, the original McFarlane version of him, which mm -hmm. is also one of one of the best figures he's ever made. Yeah, it but is this really was, fantastic. Was not expecting to see, uh, want to buy or actually buy this. This is a pleasant surprise. And this is what I like about going to conventions, like being. Wandering around, not really having anything in particular in mind yep. that you're looking for, and then stumbling across something, something pretty cool, and saying, "Oh, I, this is neat." And on top of it, having a seller because the seller was actually a really you know kind of fun guy. We were we were just mm -hmm. chatting back and forth about you know what it was, and then he had some other stuff. He had some common writer stuff, and then we were both lamenting how it's such a shame that common writer has never they've never found a way to properly bring it over here. When it's such a great series of shows. Oh, and it, all those shows just felt like they were trying to hang on the coattails of the Power Rangers and it didn't work. We, uh, you know, for the first time, uh, we had a Two Guys Talking Toys interview at the convention. Yes. Not so much an interview because we didn't ask a lot of questions. But well, uh, it's, it, it was good to let to, to let him to let him talk. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Brian Fox, uh, uh, a really nice young guy um, doing some cool things, don't you think? Yes. Uh, so so it, this would be uh, Brian Fox from uh, Fox Toy Box on Instagram. Uh, I'll keep. I'll this is a fun this name. Fox Toy Box is great. Yeah, I love it. It's 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 meant for it's meant for advertising. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. So he he has a or, he has or a dirty limerick, one or the other. That that too. <laughs> so so he has a, a an Instagram account. Uh, he creates three uh, D model and printed heads for uh, like custom custom one twelve heads for one twelve size uh, action figures. Um, he had a bunch of stuff on display at his table. Uh, he was working in conjunction with uh, Go Figure Go, uh, who mm-hmm. all, who makes these like really cool looking dioramas um, and accessories, also for uh, one twelve uh, scale figures. I don't know if he's willing to go outside of that. It looks like it looks like he's just kind of he's been doing it for a little while, but so he's still kind of starting out. Um, mm-hmm. But I recommend like I took a look at the, at their Instagram pages today, and they, they're seeing their stuff on online and getting a chance to see it live. Like it was some it was some really cool stuff. So yes, yeah. So yeah we, we, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so we have an interview with them, and he, he talks about you know what what his stuff is, what maybe some of his inspirations were, and uh, what he's doing. So I, that I will post up a little bit later on in the week, and hope that everyone will check that out. Yeah, you should. He's a really great guy, and he and I started talking. I was looking at some of his stuff, especially like uh, he had this Aquanaut guy with like mm-hmm. a, the, the the old brass looking head, and I said it looked like one of the Scooby Doo guys. Like he should mm-hmm. do a version of that that looks like Scooby Doo. And uh, we started talking, and I said, "You know, wouldn't it be great for a for a, a talented customizer guy to do the Scooby Doo guys, the villains? Which you know, we all know you can get those figures now from a variety of companies, but nobody has ever done them with a horror twist, mm-hmm. like making them look creepy and doing like a horror twist on on the Scooby Doo villains." And uh, he was excited about that, and we were talking about that, and. Uh, and and that's how we started talking. And I said I would really love um, to feature you on the on a, a podcast. So and and what a great guy! What a great guy! Yeah, nice, nice, personable. If, uh, where where we'd ever be at a convention, uh, that would be that would be what you would have to do, because I would not. Be able to do. <laughs> and he said he's going to be at the uh, Legion Con, right? Yes, and that should be interesting because uh, for for Horsemen, we're we're also at ToyCon this year, and I don't I don't recall offhand if they advertised that. Beforehand. No, because but, last year they were a big sponsor. They were a big. Yes, like, it was a big draw. Yeah, I mean, and, and they are, if I remember correctly, they're located in Jersey anyway, so it makes it makes sense for them to you know grab some stuff and bring bring and it you, there. You last year picked up a bunch of the vampire line that you wanted and left the one the one yes. character you really wanted. I was super excited to get the whole Delia line. I I stared at her in the line. I picked out as I was going through I was picking out a bunch of the different figures and the, the gentleman who was helping me was like, I'm sensing a theme here. I was like, yes, I have every every one of these I want. And I remember being excited to get her and I must have forgotten to put her in the pile. Didn't realize it because it's all vampire stuff. Got home and was like where did I put her? Maybe she's in a different bag. Clearly, I left her in Dana's Jeep. Right. <laughs> that was not the case. Obviously, the, <laughs> the swirling was... vortex, vortex of chaos <laughs> that sucks everything in. That was the, the it, where I had to have to pick just one figure out of that line. It would have been her, and I forgot. But thankfully, we also went to Legion's Con, where I, yep. where I was able to pick her up. But it was, it was it was cool that they were there, and perhaps at some point, uh, get, a, get an interview with them to, to talk about like what they're doing or what their plans are they had samples of their upcoming 
uh oh the space the space creature stuff yes uh they had the four-armed character who looked really cool they had the The one paint job on that is amazing yes it makes me sad that i wasn't able to pre-order it but i will probably and by probably i mean definitely uh be getting it from big bad (laughs) or or if they have if they have any available at legions con come say like november i'll be getting them there yeah yeah, they should. I would imagine. I would imagine because I I overheard them say that they should have the two that were sitting there mm-hmm. were actually the production models. It was the first, mm-hmm. the first that they got, and then they had the other ones that were still prototypes. So they got those two funky looking, cool alien guys, the bigger ones. Yeah, uh, those were production models, and they should have the whole line in warehouse in the next two weeks. I mm-hmm. heard so they should be coming available soon. Nice. So, all right. So we are, we're nearing, we're nearing the end of our time here. So final thoughts. what do you think of ToyCon New Jersey? I loved it. This is the second time in a row we've gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, it were great people. Um, you know, it started to get a little crowded, which is good to see, but that's when, when we sort of exited. Yeah. All, all of the vendors that I stopped at were very friendly, very mm-hmm. talkative and not friendly in a sales like way. Like they were interested yeah. and we had actual conversations about the things that I liked. Pardon me. I know that you took a lot of great pictures, so we're going to have those. Um, yes. And then uh, the interview with Brian was a lot of fun and great. He's a great guy. Um, and he's talented. Like that TV head that you'll see, <laughs> like this TV head is amazing. So please check out the demonstration video because it's just, it's just, it's genius. <laughs> genius. And then his buddies, um, you know, dioramas were cool. So, Go check it out. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Do it. A lot of talented young people out there doing cool things and they need support of, uh, you know, collectors like us. What are your final thoughts on the show, Tom? Aside from you made it better just by being there. Oh, true friendship. <laughs> Don't make me cry on the show. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Um, It was, it was entertaining to, to, to me. It was entertaining for my nephew Bring it, bring your, bring your kids, go to the next one. They're having another one in November. Um, yep. It's, it, it, like I said, it's fun for them. It was fun for us. Uh, I also kind of, kind of what you said, it was nice to be able to go through a convention, look at items that are nice, that are well-priced, be engaged by people who genuinely seem happy to be there. Uh, not a lot of, you know, you get some grouchy people, but it, I didn't see a whole lot of them. A lot of people were very, very good about like engaging and and share you know sharing stories and talking about like what their favorite stuff is. So that is going to be it for this week. Uh, thank you for joining myself and Dana on another episode of Two Guys Talking Toys. This is the ToyCon New Jersey edition. Uh, I hope that everyone that went had a good time. Uh, it was Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they're going to be having another one in November. That. Hopefully you can attend. Uh, Dana and I will be there. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, if you like the show, uh, please give us a like. Uh, feel free to subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us on Twitter, uh, our handle is Two Guys Talking Toys. That is the number two. No G after the talking. If you'd like to get a hold of us on Gmail, uh, same thing. Two Guys Talking Toys. That's the number two. No G after the talking. But thanks again for watching. Thank you very much for listening. And take care, everybody. Thank you.